My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 91 of The Kate Show. I have to start this off with a really weird question, guys. What services do you currently offer? Now, if your response to that question results in a three-minute list of everything your business provides, we need to rethink this. While we might initially think that offering every service under the sun will cast a wider net and bring us that many more clients, the opposite is often true. The more services you offer, the more scattered you're going to appear to your audience, the more stressed out you're going to be, and the more confused you'll be on how to market your business. And isn't that why you guys are all here? Because we're stressed out about marketing. It's so confusing as it is. More services indicate that you're going to have more than one target client. But how are you supposed to market to multiple types of people at the same time? Well, the short answer is you can't and you shouldn't. Today on The Kate Show, I'm explaining my pyramid theory and how it can help you market your business more easily, reduce your stress, narrow your focus, and expand your profitability. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. When I first started my business, I thought I needed to become a one-stop shop for all things marketing. As a designer, home stager, or soft furnishings workroom, you may have had similar thoughts. The more services you offer, the more clients you'll potentially attract, right? No. Take it from me. Just as I love to learn the hard way, I also love to share my lessons with you guys. So take it from me. Offering too many services sets you up as a jack-of-all-trades, a generalist, the Walmart or super target of your industry, and as much as I love a good target run, I'd rather be known as the Gucci equivalent. To help you understand what I mean, here are several brands that I love that are known for only one type of product or service. The first one is Dry Bar. They blow dry and style your hair. That's it. No cuts, no colors, and it's specifically for women. So you're not going to be next to some kid getting their hair cut when you go in there. The other one is Socialite Vault, which you guys, I know, you've heard about it. You heard about it as a sponsor for this episode, too. We offer email newsletters for home industry pros. It's extremely niche-focused. Another brand is Squeeze. Now, this was invented by Dry Bar founders, and it's a massage chain that really breaks the mold of traditional massage brands. They do massage, strictly massage. A few other brands I love include HelloFresh, Blue Apron, and Ruggable. All of these businesses do one thing extremely well, whether it's a meal delivery service, area rugs, or what have you. But the point is, because they have one product offering or one service offering, they can really hone in on that one target client and put all their efforts into marketing one thing instead of marketing a bunch of things only a little bit. But wait, 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 you might protest, okay? I get a lot of pushback when I talk about this because people say, I'm not trying to be like those incredibly successful companies with all those huge teams and moving parts. And to that I say, that's okay, it's fine. But don't make the mistake of thinking that ultra-specific service offerings are only for the incredibly successful businesses. 
In fact, that's why they're successful. Think about it. If you currently offer five services or more, you have at least five different sets of pain points to address, five different ideal clients, five different calls to action that you need to rotate through your marketing, five different types of social media posts, so lead magnets, website sales pages, and so on that you have to maintain. That makes my head spin and I run a marketing company. If you offer more than three services and you also have marketing anxiety, that's no coincidence. In fact, I routinely meet designers and stagers and fabricators who feel they can't consistently sell their current services, so therefore they should add more services. Now from a marketing standpoint, I have to laugh because that's similar to saying, wow, this bag of rocks is really heavy. Maybe I should add more rocks to see if it helps. Now, obviously, I'm kind of making fun of it, but I'm not poking fun at you guys because I've been there too. I'm laughing at myself, believe me. So my friends, it's time to take a load off your shoulders. If you hone in on three services, one would be your flagship service, your main service. The other two would be sub-services. So the two lesser services, you're going to experience some amazing side effects if you really just focus on those three. You're going to have marketing clarity. Your branding will be on point. You're going to save money on all your marketing and advertising and overhead. You're going to increase your profits. And then, of course, as a bonus, you're just going to be a lot less stressed out. So let's dive into each of those benefits so that you can really understand why you need to go delete a whole bunch of your service offerings. And by the end of this episode, I guarantee you're going to feel a lot more comfortable with that concept instead of fearful that you're going to miss out. So the first one is marketing clarity. You know that your ideal client is out there, but how do you get to them when you're trying to shove so many different services on them? Well, you'll know who your ideal client is and how to meet them where they're at with your specific service offering because you'll actually have time to look into and truly research them. You'll also know what to say on social media and you'll understand what your website needs to include from a photo, verbiage, and SEO standpoint. These are all really big pain points that people contact me about all the time. They don't know what to say on social media. They're not quite sure their website is up to speed, but they have no clue where to begin. And sometimes, well, honestly, most of the time, they're not even sure who their ideal client is. And that's where all the stress in your marketing comes from. How can you possibly say anything in your marketing if you don't know who you're speaking to? The second one is branding brilliance. When you want to become known for something, you need to tell people. A specialist in her field will have her business name, her color palette, logo, website verbiage, photos, and more completely directed toward the service she's providing and to whom she is providing it. Basically, it's no more of that, no job is too big or too small nonsense. I mean, have we ever said that? I think I did in the early stages of my business. I was desperate for work. I was desperate for new clients. Therefore, I wanted to accept anything that came along, no matter who it was or how big or how small the project was. Unfortunately, more experienced business owners and more experienced homeowners can smell desperation like that a mile away. And it led to me allowing my business and myself to get severely taken advantage of. And that's not something I want for you guys. So whether you've been in business for five minutes, five years, or 15 years, make sure you don't come across as desperate 
and never use the phrase, no job is too big or too small. It's not about the job size. Anyway, it's about the ideal client. The third benefit to dropping a lot of your services is financial savings. So instead of casting a wide financial net to pay for the ads that you aren't even sure will bring results to promote the services that you just can't seem to sell, you'll know exactly which marketing opportunities to snag or which ones to avoid. No more wasted money on social media ads that were way too broad. No more wasted time designing a website that speaks to everyone, aka no one. And no more of your services cannibalizing each other for attention. Because do you realize the more services you offer, the more confused your potential client gets, and that can result in them not hiring you at all? Or they might just do one of your services and get so overwhelmed that they don't do any more. So it's important that your services are not competing with each other for attention. The last benefit is increased profits. So if you offer fewer services, you will see a financial benefit. Specialists are the ones who rake in the cash. Are you amazing at creating color palettes? Become a color specialist. Do you excel at consulting with realtors on how to stage and sell their listings? Become a staging consultant. Charge accordingly, charge boldly, and most of all, dive deeply into that specific service so that you can offer it 10 times better than anyone else. Now, we're going to take a quick sponsor break, but then I'm going to dive into how to construct a pyramid of services. And I know that sounds kind of weird. I promise there's nothing about um, sketchy pyramid marketing or multi-level marketing. If you're into that, awesome. But that is not at all what we're talking about here. This is a proven formula that I have used to grow my business. And the good thing is it works for any type of business. I can't wait to share it with you because it's going to help reduce the overwhelm and help you get clarity on what services you should keep and which ones you should remove and when you can reintroduce them to your business. Does marketing your interior design, home staging, or workroom business give you anxiety? Guys, I get it. I used to hate marketing. That is, until I found a way to make it easy and simple. Now I share my secrets with all my members over at socialitevault.com. As a member, you get access to social media posts, captions, hashtag sets, email newsletters, client welcome packets, branded magazines, and more, ensuring that you'll have a complete sales funnel for attracting new clients even when you're asleep or just too busy to even think about your marketing. Turn those hours you spend worrying about your marketing into hours spent working on new client projects. Your business deserves high quality marketing and you deserve to get your time back. There is no contract required for this service, so head over to socialitevault.com to get started. All right, are you guys chomping at the bit to fix your services and improve your marketing? Sorry, that cliched phrase really betrays my Wisconsin roots, but I could not help it. Okay, let's dive into my pyramid theory. Just humor me for a minute. Imagine a triangle, larger at the base and narrower at the top, just like a pyramid. This is how most businesses start. They offer every service they can possibly offer during the early years of business, but after a few decades of experience, they begin dropping services in the name of quote-unquote slowing down, and suddenly they realize they've become incredibly good at one service in particular. They focus on that service, their waiting list of clients grows, and their prices hopefully increase. And then they retire. Hmm. 
Well, what if we put that in reverse? Turn that triangle upside down. Imagine that in the first few years of business, you became known for one particular service. As your team grows, you then hire another specialist to perform new functions, thus growing your service menu without forsaking quality or taking on the burden of trying to become known for too many things at once. If you want a profitable business, that's how it's done. Specificity sells. But how exactly do you narrow down your specialty service? Of all the services you currently offer or plan to offer, which one has the fastest turnaround time? the least amount of hand-holding with the client, the smallest amount of overhead, and is in the greatest demand. These are the questions you need to ask yourself when you're trying to figure out what you should become known for. Now, this is where I get a lot of people saying, but, but if I stop offering my other services, I'll miss the handful of clients who want them every year. To that, I have to ask another question. Do you want hordes of clients who all want services that you don't enjoy providing? that eat up hours in your day and that take you away from your family? Or do you want smaller, more elite clientele that values your time, pays higher rates, and is truly dedicated to your company? There's no wrong answer to this, but there is such a thing as having the wrong expectations for your business. If you offer many services and you can't figure out why you struggle to consistently find pleasant, paying clients, this could be why. If you throw marketing dollars to the left and to the right without establishing who your ideal client is because you offer so many services that it would be impossible to narrow down, that's why. If your business is struggling to launch or struggling to stay afloat, the worst thing you could do is add more services. The best thing you could do is become specific. Don't wait until your last few years in business to make that transition. Now let's really think about this for a minute. Let's just assume that you're ready to drop all your extra services and you want to focus on one particular service that you truly enjoy and that does seem to be in higher demand than your other services. Or let's say that there is a certain type of service you really want to provide and you want to become known for, but there either is not a high demand for it right now or there is no longer but you know there was at one time or you've just never offered it before. This is where becoming a specialist is incredibly important. If you decide one day that you are going to specialize in custom drapery, but then you're still offering things that don't make sense together, such as home staging, or if you're trying to still do full service interior design, but you really want to be known for custom drapery, that's going to really confuse your audience and that's when you do have to step away from marketing those other services. It doesn't mean that you can't take on those other projects outside the main flagship service you want to promote, but it does mean that you need to stop marketing them. So if you've got some repeat clients and they always come back to you for the same thing and the same thing and you like the client but you don't necessarily like providing the service, that's when it comes down to a judgment call. But just keep in mind that you should not be promoting services if you don't want that type of work and you should not be promoting more than just a few services at one time. Sometimes I go to people's websites when they're in the home industry and I see that they offer home staging, interior design, redesign, color palette consultation. It is just so much to market because each of those services could have a different target client and to top it all off, their website at least is not at all specific to any type of person. 
And that's the other side of the coin when it comes to being a specialist. Not only do you have to be a specialist in a certain type of service, but you also have to be specific in working with a certain type of person. And I'm going to use my own business as an example. So we are a marketing company and we specialize in email marketing. But we don't do email marketing for just any business owner. We only work with interior designers, home stagers, and custom workrooms. So that makes us even more niche focused. And that is what has been able to get us into Italy and Australia and South America and all over the U.S. and England. I mean, just everywhere now. But if I was trying to market for everyone and to everyone, I would not be here today. I would still be barely scraping by like I was in the beginning of my business. And if you find yourself barely scraping by, then you need to specialize. You can always add on other services in the future, like I mentioned earlier, but you may have to do it the way I'm doing it where I hired another website specialist. I hired a customer service specialist. I hired a podcast specialist because there's no way I can be a specialist in all things. That would make me a generalist. This is why specificity is so important. Not only that, but when it comes to your branding, you can all of a sudden get very clear on what your logo should look like, what colors you should choose, and how you should speak to people through your email marketing, social, and website because it's all centered around this one service you offer for this one type of person. This is the key to business success, guys. The key is not in having a robust social media presence with tons of followers. That doesn't matter. It's not in having a huge mailing list because that doesn't matter either. The size doesn't matter. The quality and the intention and the focus always does. You may have a small mailing list, but you're very specific on who you work with and what you do for them. You'll find success if you work hard at it. Now, obviously, that's not a blanket statement. I can't guarantee everyone's success, but what I can do is report back on my own experience and the experiences of those that I have had the honor of mentoring, and specificity is really the key to everything. And once you've figured out what you want to be known for and who you want to serve, you need to make sure you write it down. It can be so easy to get distracted and go off on one big marketing tangent after a few months and then realize you've strayed a long, long way from the mothership. The mothership should be comprised of what you want to be known for and who you want to serve. So write it down and put it near your laptop, your desk, your regular workstation, write it on a dry erase board, and then make sure no one erases it. Make sure that your team knows as well, whether you have a team of subcontractors or an actual team of employees. Make sure everyone is on board with the fact that this is what we're doing now and here's who we're doing it for. Make sure your social media team understands that you now have a very specific target client. And by the way, a target client is so much more than just someone who is a certain gender, certain age, makes a certain amount of income, and lives in a certain area. You're also going to be looking at their lifestyle. So maybe you are an interior designer and you do personal shopping for the homes of career women because these career women do like to host parties occasionally, but they don't have time to go shopping. See, that's what you do. You find one type of person and you dig deep. What are they struggling with? How can you mold your existing service into something that is so perfect for them that they just cannot 
say no to you. They have to hire you. They absolutely have to. Now, guys, I have seen this play out because the reason my company gets chosen a lot of the time when someone is out scouting marketing companies, and they say to me, it's because we are very specific in who we work with. Do I get people contacting me who are not in the home industry? Yes, occasionally. But now my branding is so specific that those people just know, well, she's not the one for us. Whereas other people know, oh, she is the one for us. And that's exactly what you want to be accomplishing with your branding. You don't want to waste someone else's time thinking they should work with you when they come to find out, oh, she only works with this type of person or she's not, she doesn't have the right vibe for me. Don't fake out your potential clients and make it very obvious who you're serving. If you've been in business for a while and you're going to make the transition to being more specific, understand that you may not be able to continue using your current branding or your current website, and that is not a bad thing. If you are going to become specific, do it all the way. Go the full mile. Don't just go halfway and quit on me. You need to make sure that everything about your business is just oozing whatever your target client needs most. For example, because I'm marketing to interior designers and stagers and workrooms, I'm not just trying to help people with their marketing. I'm trying to help them understand that marketing can be simple. It can be easy. And the reason I've made that the big flagship of my message is because that is the message I get back from you guys. You're frustrated by your marketing. You are even anxious about it or afraid of it, and I don't blame you, but because I found a way to make it simple, obviously I'm going to share it with you. Now you guys in turn, as designers and stagers, can look at the homeowner who is so totally overwhelmed with trying to get his or her home up to par or sold, and you can say to them, hey, don't worry, I've got this. I have got a system I made just for people like you. You can rest easy because we are going to get results for you, and here's how we're going to do it. That brings so much peace of mind. People love having something that was crafted just for them. I mean, that's why personalized gifts are so easily sold. Everyone loves to see their name on something. Everyone loves to know that something was made for them. All right, guys, that wraps up today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, would you please leave me a review on iTunes? I love reading those, and I often share them here on the podcast. They help more people find my podcast, and it really just helps me know what you guys want more of and what you love. So until next time, keep your marketing simple and your message clear. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com, where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.